What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I got this feeling that I've been here before. I got this feeling that I've been here before. Hello and welcome to We Knows Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. And I'm Beth Newell. <laughs> First time to the pod, we sing the whole time. That's our thing. This is a musical parenting podcast. We're Psych. so musical, so lyrical. Um, Music and lyrics starring. <laughs> uh, for some reason, my brain wanted to say Danny DeVito. No. It's Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore. Yeah. How did you know that? How did I know that? I'm married to you, a big old... Uh, Hugh Grant head over here. I mean, that movie's not in my regular rotation. But you rotated it when I was around once. Okay. Gave it a spin. Yeah. I will, honestly, since, especially since becoming a mom, I will watch the most boring of rom-com scenarios just to have media that kind of like washes over me at Mm -hmm. the end of a day. Like, between being a mom and the news and the world, it's just like, oh sure, it's so nice to watch something where you're, it's just so bland, and you're like, this is what's gonna happen, everything's gonna be okay, um, all of the major conflict is going to be pretty minimal. <laughs> I have the my version of that. I won't say what. It's is nerdy. it superheroes? It's superhero based. Yeah. Uh, there's some that I I. 
I love, and then I'll watch some cheesy ones as yeah. just wash over me that I don't really need. For to you as a man, the soothing thing is to watch a lot of people punch each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a consequence-free violence. <laughs> it's a violence that doesn't look or feel violent. It's it's a dance. Um, and I'm into that. Yeah. What happened this week? Bryn what had happened? his 90th birthday party. <laughs> 90. I feel like whenever our kids' birthdays come up, it covers four episodes of this podcast. Yeah, we. I guess we seem obsessed with our child's birthday. Well, we also make it clear that we put in um, not minimal effort, yeah. but not maximal not maximum effort. Maximum sure. anxiety, minimal effort. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think you stress about it more than I do. I I wouldn't say I stress that much. No, I I I I think you were cool and collected and loose with it. We kept it loose. We didn't have everything planned. To th- it was a successful birthday party. It was nice. We had day. a lot of family. More yeah. all four grandparents. Yeah. My brother both sides of the family. Racer. We we've never had since like getting married. I can't recall really getting that many of our mutual families together. Uh, there was a Thanksgiving in there. Your parents came to. Yeah, but this was, was more like an occasion. This is the first like occasion that we've thrown. Yeah, it was a whole shindig. We went to a restaurant. Bryn had a major meltdown for. Four minutes. That's to that be expected it. when there's sugar around. Yeah, we did cake pre-dinner, which yeah. was a gamble, and there which was, was a, a meltdown. But it was between the two of us momentarily. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? I was right, but so were you. Because <laughs> I was going to say we should do cake after dinner, and you were like, people aren't going to want to come back. They did come back, and we did cake before. And yeah, so I don't want him to freak so out. Tired. That, he did freak out. At that point, out. it was like already past bedtime. It's a weird time to do cake. It ended up great, and because um, he did have a meltdown, but boy, it was real contained, and it was everyone left, and he was just there alone to freak out. It's gotten to the point where I feel like any time they have like larger than a single serving of sugar. They just will melt down. Like there's no preventing it. That's uh, why I feel like yeah. like I'm not someone who cares much about calories day to day. I'm not obsessing about it. But when it comes to my children consuming sugar, <laughs> it's so obvious how bad it makes them become. It makes me feel exactly the same way. <laughs> I think it makes all of us feel that way. It's just that we're containing it better. Yeah, you just you, when you're, being an adult is just learning when it's appropriate to say I'm tired or not. I didn't think about that statement what? before I said it. Do you I know think what I mean? In some ways, as an adult, we've learned to dissociate from our feelings more. So we're like, uh, I feel horrible. Why don't I keep cramming more sugar into my body? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've only recently started to learn that lesson. Um, I don't, anyway, I don't know. There, I, I don't have an absolute statement to make about the sugar situation, but our children are not handling it well. Um, they so did. let's talk about the cake. You got okay. the cake. I think it was a slam dunk. It was a ghost cake. We got a ghost cake. So it was, for those of you cake aficionados, you it cake was out there. a white fondant sort of 
molded over the top of a cake to look like a go a that's white. That's what ghost. that's called. Fondant. Yeah. It was a two layered cake so that the ghost would be high enough. It was good fondant and it was good cake. It was. I'm I'm not a big cake guy. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. Well, we don't go out of our way to get good cake. No, I just rather is, have ice cream. The thing about most baked goods you get is that they're not freshly made. So, like, yeah, if you were to ask me if, like, if I want cake, like the average cake, no, I don't. It's not worth the calories. I'd rather have ice cream or something. But yeah. if you get a cake that someone made fresh and not, like, in a grocery store, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Which I don't even know how to make. I don't make that kind of cake. Mm, I like an angel food cake. Yeah. Anyway, we're on a cake segue here. This is a real cake tangent. (laughs) A cake segue would lead us to something else. This is leading us nowhere, which is why it's a tangent. This is a cake tangent. Cake tangent. (laughs) Um, So I put the kids to bed tonight, and I've... Y'all remember the... Um, uh, y'all ever remember. Y'all ever notice in the early 90s, late 80s, this was a big thing when I was a kid, was doing this. We don't want to remember. We, we have to remember. Saying the word girl with... Uh, so I like to do these fun little mouth sounds, and I also do this trick that sounds like this. I'm trapped in a suitcase and I can't get out. And Bryn and Maven are big fans. That's a trapped in a suitcase is a bit that you stole from Rob Brydon. Um, no, he's a little man in a box, and I've been doing this since I was a child. S- okay. It's different. Uh, somebody taught it to me when I was a kid, but. Bryn loves it, and tonight he figured out how to do it, and he did a good job. So he spent the whole night going, I'm trapped in a suitcase, and I can't get out. And Bryn and Maven laughed hysterically, <laughs> and it was extraordinarily delightful. Uh, before that, Bryn got into a little art project. Did you see what he drew here? No. He drew a series of maps. Bryn is really into drawing himself and, and these characters with sort of a... Uh, uh, like straight up hair, like a big, like a flat top, um, like uh, you know, kid or play, whichever one. Their the hair on their head stands straight on end, is what you're saying. Like yes. up to the sky, yeah. Um, and they have one eye, <laughs> uh, but he just says, "Oh, that's me." I'm yeah. Like, Why is there one eye? He goes, "I like it that way." He's drawing maps, and he draws himself inside like a little building and then he draws a squiggly line that represents the path of the map and then it leads somewhere and the first one he did led to the letter c and he folded it up he goes daddy teach me how to fold he folded it up for him and then he handed it back to me and said here's a map to a kimono dragon <laughs> i was like he's oh. really become obsessed with animals and wild crats and oh i tweeted this out but i don't think we talked about it on the podcast he so he's obsessed with the TV show Wild Kratts, hosted by the Kratt brothers, Martin and Chris Kratt. Martin and Chris Kratt, who are on this show, two middle-aged white men, really like two enthusiasts, animal dorks, and 
Bryn asked me the other night, two nights before his birthday party. Animal he, dorks is perfect. Yeah. So description. this is two nights before his birthday party. He's like snuck out of bed for like the third time. Probably he's like laying in bed with me and he's like, mommy, can I get a blanket with Chris and Martin on it? <laughs> it was just like the do- the funniest thing. I'm just picturing these two guys, like their photos on a, like printed on a blanket. And now I feel Big like I have to smiles. I feel like I have to get it made somehow now. And I looked online and um, PBS or whatever does sell a Wild Kratz blanket with the animated versions of them. Yeah. But it's not the same. And it's I think just, you would prefer that than the two guys. I know. But, okay, the blanket costs like $60 and it's clearly like a very cheaply made blanket. You, you First of all. You do not need to get him this blanket. No, I don't. But if I was going to, it would have to yeah. be at least partially for my own amusement to have, to print a photograph of two middle-aged men onto a blanket. You would definitely have to make your own and pick the most awkward photo. I think he would reasons. like that, though. That's what I love about it is he would be like, <laughs> yes. Like, like Someone on Twitter replied to my tweet and they were like, well, I love this picture of them from their old days. A lot of people were commenting on how their show Zaboomafu was very popular with their kids who are much older than our kids or whatever, and, which is also a good show. I've now – he'd seen it before, but I turned him back onto it this week after yeah. so many people were commenting about it. And so he's really excited about that. And it's Chris and Martin when they're younger – and the photo someone tweeted at me is them much younger and hotter. Boy, and it turns out there's a lot of moms out there who are a little... <laughs> a, a lot <laughs> hot of moms hot out there the on Twitter. about Chris and Martin Kratz. Frisky for Chris and Martin. I can't blame them. I mean, at least two people use the term, uh, referenced, um, quote-unquote, boning the Kratz brothers. Name one other children's show TV host who's like a, a man of... Uh, a certain age who is that stable seeming and not insane. You know what I mean? Um, Jack Hanna. Jack Hanna? Yeah, man. He was was the guy, he was another animals guy that was on all the talk shows. (laughs) This is not not the genre I'm referring to. Uh, I was Um, just thinking of other famous people. I was like that or Steve Irwin. The man who started it all. Crikey. Um, no, Steve Irwin doesn't come close to the Crab Brothers <laughs> aesthetically. In terms of sex appeal, you're talking about, yeah. All right, who is the sexiest animal-based uh, TV celebrity? Uh, please call in with your <laughs> the sexiest animal-based TV celebrity: Jack Hanna, Steve Irwin, or the Crab Brothers. <laughs> No way is Steve Irwin winning this competition. Wasn't well, Steve Irwin's son I, is now I mean, in the game? Cro- throw in like Crocodile Dundee or something. Uh, that would be. Or, that is a different genre, but Paul Hogan. You can throw in Ace Ventura. He's still going to be above Steve Irwin. <laughs> Who? Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Ace Ventura, Steve Irwin, or the Krat Brothers combined? <laughs> The Crap Brothers are up there. I cannot uh, well, no, blame no, these really playing, <laughs> We're really playing the game. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. You're asking yeah, me? Yeah, I'm Ace Ventura, Steve Irwin, and the Crap Brothers. Steve Irwin's already dead. Okay, so well, in this hypothetical, <laughs> and Steve Irwin at his prime, 
Ace Ventura at his prime. At his prime. Like right when when Nature Calls came out. <laughs> at his prime. Well, I have to kill Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, yes, actually you 100% this is do. So hard. This is actually so hard. Because you don't want to live. The Krat Brothers are the only ones you could live with. I want I nothing to do with Steve Irwin. <laughs> then kill Steve Irwin and you and live I guess with I Ace marry Ventura. Steve Irwin and then he swims into a stingray and I inherit his fortune. <laughs> Fine. Um, oh, I went and saw uh, Crocodile Hunter collision course crash course the movie in the theater what is that why (laughs) he had a movie why would you do that because i was in like high school or college Uh, he came out with a movie that was like his show but then there were also poachers and there was like a fight (laughs) on a train it was 10 percent memorable (laughs) um maybe we should get a blanket with all of these people printed on it no, let's not expose our son to all of that. We recently tried to rewatch Ace Ventura for some reason, and it was not. We did? You and I? I I feel like we watched like a few minutes of it. I mean, that's probably three years ago. I don't know. That movie, and this is not unique to me. So <laughs> in sixth grade, there was a no class. One no one cares that we also watched this movie. <laughs> but in sixth grade, we had a class that we to, we had once a week instead of our language class it was called tmc teens making choices tmz tmc <laughs> teens making choices and what? it was like puberty class or it was, it was about being a good citizen and um you know you're, you're 12 <laughs> not having years old. sex and no staying. it wasn't that sex ed was <laughs> separate but this was about social skills and stuff and at one point we did an activity where we did the, like, comp- you got a piece of paper with someone's name at the top, and then you have to write a nice thing about them, and then fold the paper back and pass it, and then you get another paper with somebody else, and you say a nice thing about them. So that person gets their paper back, and there's a, a full sheet full of everyone in the class has written something nice about them. And I found, my mom saved mine, and I found it. And half, they were all, it was the first time, that it's like being funny would became like a big part of my identity because I remember this because everyone wrote like you're so funny ha 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 and like half of them though were were like Ace Ventura you're so funny you're the funniest Ace Ventura and I was like I was clearly quoting this movie yeah, nonstop this solidifies, and people loved the, it this solidifies my ongoing theory that if we had met even one year prior to when we had met. <laughs> we would have hated each other with a fiery passion. Um, yes. Well, you would have hated me and I would have been too busy talking to notice you. Okay. That's fair. I think you would have noticed me. Yeah, you're you're impossible. <laughs> you you draw attention to yourself in exactly the opposite way that I do which is I'm asking for people to pay attention to me and you are asking people to not pay attention to you. So then everyone has to pay attention to you. Do you feel that? I don't, I don't, I think I fly under the radar with a certain portion of people, but I think 
you would have sensed my dislike for you enough to pick up on me. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> Boy, yeah. Would we have been friends in school? No. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I went through a weird phase of like sort of I grew really tall in seventh grade and then got suddenly a lot of attention from the cool kids. And and I sort of just like traded friends in a really terrible way for people I wasn't really friends with as much. Um, well, we're all our worst selves in, in middle seventh school. Grade. In seventh grade, yeah. Seventh grade is the peak worst person you'll ever be. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, ditch all my really interesting <laughs> artistic friends for the, for just girls who are paying attention to me all of a sudden and I'll find them again when I'm 17 and I did yeah anyway are we are we still doing a parenting podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 cool 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 what else happened with our kids um so we had a family come we went to the local uh beer store bar restaurant brewery it was good, and um, the next day, Brent had a couple of his friends over. We had sort of an unofficial kid's birthday. And can we just say that I really jumped the gun making that salad, and I've been embarrassed about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I was trying to be a good host because uh, two friends are coming over, and they're all their parents, and so there's suddenly six adults here. So I bought a bunch of bagels, and I prepared to make a, a hearty salad. Mm-hmm. With apples and chicken and bacon bits and it blue was just, cheese. The time of day was not right was for people to be early. wanting that salad. It was too ambitious. No one wanted it. I wished that you had funneled that energy into the party we had the day before when we had a lot of family coming over. I was ready. See, I'm a second draft kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, I had a bunch of that salad today. It was really good. Well, congratulations. I don't like a salad with that much uh, uh, cheese. What was that cheese? Like feta? Blue cheese. Blue cheese. It was just a strong, it was, it can, a salad could be like cheese dominant or meat dominant, but there was too much well, flavor. Well, you're allergic to apple apples and yeah. you didn't have any apples and it, apples were key. Okay. That was essential. I believe that. Um, and I've. I but can you tell you know, didn't like it. You could swap in like pears for a similar salad. That's true. And then I could eat it. Anyway, it was a lot. I continue to forget what this podcast is about and whether we're talking about it at all. Um, or whether we're talking about the parent, <laughs> about the podcast? About, about parenting, which is the topic of this podcast. Well, instead of answering that question, <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> Oh, 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This next segment is called We Don't Knows. This is where we share some parenting fails. Um, it's not so much a fail as it is a question. Um, so I read, and, uh, and this is also a little of a did you know, I read a thing. Uh, New York <laughs> Times from, I believe it was a couple of uh, therapists or child psychologists whose article was basically don't mock your kids on social media. And it, <laughs> and it was this fairly uh, judgmental article about parents who post things um, of like their kids having meltdowns that, that are in a certain light making fun of that child. Mm-hmm. And I, my initial reaction was, oh, relax. This, this is some pompous shit because I know that I have posted something of Bryn having a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I read the article and I was like, okay, well, okay, take a breath because there's a lot of different versions of this. Uh, and there's a version of this that I would totally agree with. You know, it's like if you're, if you're, child is having a traumatic experience and they're two or three years old and it's over something trivial a two-year-old it's still traumatic whatever it is and so to have your parent grab their phone and laugh at you Mm -hmm. um is a cruel thing but what if you take the photo really covertly (laughs) that's see this is where we get into a gray area where i'm like (laughs) 
And and they say in this article, they're like, oh, so it doesn't matter because you're posting and they don't know, but you're still presenting a mocking thing to the world. And that's where I'm like, okay, relax. When I, this child is old enough, they'll have a sense of humor. I'm really about it. like, I'm of two minds about this because I hear what they're saying. Yes. Like, if your dynamic, if your online dynamic of presenting your child to the world is always mocking or like you're yeah. always sort of making a show of your child at their expense in some way, it's like, I get it. That's not healthy. Your kid is going to pick up on that. Like, they'll resent you for it. Yeah, yeah. But I think also if you're, online depiction of your life with your child is a clear mixture of ups and downs and you clearly are expressing your love for them just as you would in the real world which the internet is an extension of i don't think it's like necessarily like makes you the worst person in the world to like admit your kid has tantrums sure i agree and this is why this is where you know you read an article and you immediately make a snack judgment about it, you realize you're you're deciding exactly what the scenario is, what the context is, what yeah. kind of post this is. And and there is plenty of gray area. Like I we post a ton of our kids. Yeah. I mean I I'm, think we, we, I'm we always, present them. I'm as, just always defensive of this because we share more of our kids than maybe other people in our position would. And I think I feel like I probably have said this before on the podcast, but I just feel like whenever this kind of discussion pops up, like we're not really talking about what parents should do. We're often really talking about what moms should do. And it becomes like a mom shaming thing and like mom policing and like women are bad and we don't aren't doing enough for our children, et cetera. And it's like, I think sometimes this kind of policing and like, it always, it often sort of comes under the guise of like victim blaming people for like potentially setting their kids up for child predators, like just all of these like yeah. what I think are very actually unlikely scenarios to happen on the internet. Because I won't go on a, on a tangent, but like child predators operate usually as a crime of opportunity, and it's a matter of who you're leaving your kids alone with, and blah blah. blah. And yes, kids get abducted sometimes, but I, I just don't buy. I've never ever heard a case of it happening with someone posting pictures online. You know, so yeah. anyway. Now my point I'm is, sure there are examples I just and there probably are examples out there. I'm just saying, I think this kind of like policing thing we have at the end of the day, what it does is it makes it so, once again, women don't feel comfortable sharing their lives online, and then we never talk about the realities of what it's like to have kids and all of the things where parents should, in a in a nice society, be more supported and have maternity leave and all these things. Like We can't have those conversations if we're not honest online about the fact that we're parents and we're tired and kids are hard work. You know what I mean? Yep. I totally buy that, and I think that is the distinction. It's... And I think that's what we do is is we present our lives. I mean, not everything. <laughs> we don't post things that genuinely make us look terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But and we're also, also we're celebrating our children because I've, we think they're really funny and smart. And, I've had things that I think I've filmed at, of our children at this point where I thought it was really funny and I loved the video and wanted to share it with us, but then. There was just something about it that felt personal to our children as they get older. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I don't feel like this is a public moment. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I've posted one of those where, like, Bryn is genuinely upset 
and he's screaming and the things he's yelling are heartbreaking and really funny of just like, I don't, I don't want anyone, no one to help. And it's really endearing and, and, and sweet. And I am being warm towards him and it's not a mocking thing. And that was the one that I struggled with the most of like, do I want to post this? Uh, um, but yeah, I, I agree with, in the end, I agreed with the article that I'm like, you, sh- are you mocking your child or are you presenting an on, like, here's an honest slice of life we can all relate to. Um, but in that moment with your child, you're, you're giving them your empathy. Yeah. Well, sometimes I feel like that line for me in those moments is like a matter of like photograph versus video too. Like I f- yeah. sometimes I feel like a photograph at the moment is sort of just like a document of like, oh man, kids are exhausting. And then when you post the video, it feels a little bit more like, I don't know. I'm not saying the line is always drawn there, mm-hmm. but like there I, is I sort of some, I think you, I this is what I kind of hate about like parenting guidelines is it doesn't tell you to trust your intuition as a parent. And I feel like, you know, in your gut, if you're doing something that's hurting your kid, like it's not about checking a series of boxes. It's sort of about tuning into your individual child and like what they would want. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, (laughs) and they started to like, they, we pull out our cameras all the time and they know what that means, and sometimes they are not in the mood. Yeah, they and have they different. They let you know, and I'm, I've tried to respect those boundaries. Recently. Yeah, they have different modes throughout the day, and like, there's just a lot of times where you can tell like they're just not in the mood to perform for the camera, and then they occasionally just have these moments where you're like, they're so on, like this, they're in performer mode. I mean, they love watching videos of themselves. Yeah, Bryn is way into it. Um, but there's times he's like, get that out of my face. Yeah. And that's actually like the majority of the time he doesn't want to be filmed. Like I don't, (laughs) none of us I think do when we're just like living our lives, but like he gets in a jokey mood, you know, and he's like telling everyone how it is. Like he's on stage. When I was growing up, that camera came out. I found my lens. There's so many videos of my dad trying to you know, we first got the the camera. People didn't know what to do with home videos. And then maybe just my dad. So he'd go on vacation. There was just all these long shots of, he's like, we're here in Charlottesville. This is a, uh, of, I don't know what you'd call this, a villa, a plantation of some sort. It's a beautiful weeping willows and there's these long shots and just narrating and then we come by and i'm always suddenly jumping up from the bottom of the frame trying to be like hey hey he's like peter i'm trying to film and he won't ever film us and when you go back and watch this you're like film the people we don't care about this these trees it's funny my family didn't own a video camera but we would borrow one sometimes or yeah. like have a cousin who had one or something. And it was, we have no videos like that of the family just like hanging out. We only would make videos with a purpose of like doing some sort of weird sketch comedy, like bastardized presentation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was all of high school yeah. for me with my friends. 
But the you've seen it. The greatest uh, home video of my family ever did of the summer of '86, which is all of us at our cousin's pool playing, but mostly having fights, and my mom just filming us as we we're trying to as we we're screaming at each other, and my brother being like, "Mom, I need the flippers. I have to have them. I'm racing." And then like my brother stealing my flippers, and my mom just. We come like talk to her and she just keeps the camera on us. And it's the your, best storytelling ever. Your mom is a perfect like Zen mom. She's like, what's that? Like, can't you, you dive down that? to the bottom and get him? No, <laughs> I can't. I'm racing. That's my mid my Midwest test. Um, Beth, you've heard this a trillion times. But those of you listening, if you're from the Chicagoland area, um, my test to, to hear if you can do the proper dialect is to say repeat after me I mom I have to have them and people can't if you're even just from like one state over people can't do it at all it's very specific so if you can give me a really authentic I have to have them uh, please call into our voicemail and leave it because it makes me feel happy this is an unofficial competition this is a good idea, Beth. Um, Do you fall asleep? No, I was just trying to think of what the New England equivalent would be, and it was all just like inappropriate swear words. <laughs> it's <was> wicked something. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It'd be like, Mom, he's being wicked annoying. Wicked annoying. Um, um, you're right. All the examples I could think of had very inappropriate words in them. <laughs> All right, so call in and give us either your best. Mom, I have to have them. I'm racing. I need the flippers. Um, Or. We don't need people to call. (laughs) Or tell us what you think should be the the Boston Boston area test. You don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to do anything. But if you want to, we'll listen. Now it's time for, do you know what they're saying? This is where we share some. You mean, do you know what they're saying? Do you know what they're saying? Guess what knows? knows <laughs> there's, there's, we knows what they said. Uh, this is where we talk about things our children have said. We talk about things our kids said. Um, so I, so Bryn has been having a lot of sort of sassy one-liners. Like he like mugs to the camera as he exits a room lately. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's he, and he's also been watching a lot of Wild Kratts and other nature shows where they talk about the different levels of the ocean depth. And so he was saying something the other day where he was like, "If you went in the bathial zone, you'd get crushed like a human pancake." <laughs> and then he was like, "In the what zone?" I, he said like bathial zone or oh, something. Oh, he's trying to say abysmal plane. Whatever. He says the abysmal zone, but it comes out. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, he said that and then, and then he was like, I like pancakes, but not human pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very, I'm sure he's probably quoting something from the show, but his like very uh, specific delivery is very funny. Oh God. What did he say the other day? Um, where he walked out of the room, he's like, "Dude, you want to come uh, eat some snacks?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." And he goes, 
okay. And he starts backing out of the room. And as he gets to the door and he's backing out, he just puts his finger up and points at me and goes, all right, daddy, I'm going to have some snacks. <laughs> and then he backs out, finger pointed at me. Well, as my cousin would say, he's just mim- mimicking all of your uh, behaviors. <laughs> it's, it's... Just your over dramatic hand gestures why is it over dramatic maybe it's per- wonderfully dramatic yeah that's what i meant perfectly oh, oh, cool distractingly dramatic uh, he's uh mm. can we talk about this is not a thing they said but I, our kids how they wandered into the bedroom the other morning each of them eating an apple and a banana <laughs> at the same time <laughs> And they just, it was, was after Bryn took a Polaroid of two bananas and two apples. Yeah. And then they came into our bedroom as we're like waking up for the morning and they're both just casually eating a banana and an apple at the same time. And they're like, oh, hey, um, <laughs> just eating some apples and bananas. Like, <laughs> just eating an apple and a banana. Uh, and they tried to start singing the song. It's just always I something like, like that. Eat. Maven was playing with the scissors yesterday for a while which is kind of a nice distraction at this point she just cuts up a ton of paper and makes like a huge confetti mess she did it tonight and um then she came walking into the bedroom clutching the bottom of her shirt and she was doing that like that thing where she's like nothing (laughs) she's just like clearly did something wrong and i was like you cut your shirt didn't you and she's like running around holding it not letting me see and she's like nothing nothing and so i finally look pull her hand off and look at her shirt it's just like the tiniest cut in the edge of her shirt cut her shirt yeah i was like okay we don't cut her shirt all right and she's like okay but like she like really was very dramatic about it which is so funny all right i have some things our kids said I'm going to the journal. It's been a while, and we we took care of a bunch of journals. All right, you ready for this? Okay, for listeners who haven't heard this before, we have a book that asks kids questions, and then you write it in. One a day. Um, Which three words do you like the sound of? These are Bryn's answers. (laughs) Banana. Fart. Yes, one of those was the sound of a fart. And one was the word fart, and banana was in the middle. And then he forced me to draw a butt uh, next to the answer. Can we talk about how earlier this week Maven said, Daddy is weird looking? (laughs) And then I was like, why is he weird looking? And she goes, because he farts. (laughs) She's a a gross little girl sometimes. She really is. She was like, she had something the other day, like a bottle of water she's drinking, and she goes, it has bubbles in it from my spit. And she's just always looking for, like, the disgusting joke to make, which I kind of appreciate. Um, yeah, she loves doing mouth bubbles. She, she comes up to you and then put, tilts her chin up and then slowly opens her mouth, and she, she's got a big mouth bubble. And she's so proud. <laughs> she's gross. She's gross. Are you ready for this? The question was, what isn't fair? Bryn said, someone took one of my favorite toys. <laughs> it was Maven. 
Maven said. He's always like immersed in a dreamscape all of a sudden when he answers these questions. Oh, yeah. He The other night he goes, I had a really bad dream last night, Daddy. I was like, what was it? He goes, I can't tell you because then you're going to have the dream. And then you'll tell me and I'll have the dream again. Oh, my God. And Wait, then I'll tell to, you. I just briefly want to mention um, we talked about how Maven peed the bed last week and then resistance peeing revenge peeing resistance peeing as one of our callers called in about and warned us about like a year ago and she did it again for the second time and i just really feel like somehow that caller (laughs) manifested (laughs) help the help manifest this occurrence in our life anyway she hasn't done it to me yet i'm hoping she forgets yeah i asked maven the same question what isn't fair (laughs) and she said Someone didn't like my pony and my clips. <laughs> That's not fair. Like her hair clips? Yeah, her ponytail and her hair clips. Why would someone say that to her? It's so cruel. Yeah. Who was it? Which one of those? Daycare is all full of babies now. Who would even say that? I, I know who it was, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I have some ideas. You know who it was. Um, all right, ready? Mm-hmm. What drives you crazy? Why? Bryn said, It's mommy because I love her and she makes me go, Ah, this car is crazy. <laughs> I feel like we did this one. Uh, I, I might have. I think I might have told you that. I accidentally just flipped the wrong page and decided to read the one I was on. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe we did. Okay. Um, I'm going to do one more random one, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if you could help children in another part of the world, what would you do? Bryn said, I don't know, for real. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to close up the journal. I don't know, for real. I don't know. For real, I don't know. Honest. I mean, I I can relate. Sometimes problems seem too big. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this book across the room. That was a big sound. Why are you so angry? I just, it's too much pressure to save all the children, you know, for <laughs> real. <sighs> Mrs. Bin, we knows, did you know, guess what? Knows, no, you know what? They're saying stuff. Banana fart. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. 
Transform your life with smart metabolic burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Now it's time for a very quick segment of Listeners Wanna Knows. All right, so Beth, there's been a good number of people who have written in after you trash talked <laughs> blondes. It was controversial. We had to make a public apology to all blonde people. I forget what you said, but I think it was basically I mean it was fuck just them, that they're terrible. Blondes are bad and I'm sorry. I understand why that would seem hurtful because you're not all bad, but you are. But you are all <laughs> bad. And um, so we got a very important email. Um, and this, uh, the, we got an email from a listener who wrote in. Her name is Allison Newell. Um, she's your sister. <laughs> and she wrote in to the We Knows email address, not ours. And she just says, does this mean you hated me when I was a kid? Allison Newell. Very funny email. Honestly, I think it's a testament to the fact that I don't actually hate blondes deep down. Um, just on the surface and publicly. Mm-hmm. That's just politically I'm anti-blondes. <laughs> on a personal level, I tolerate them. Wow. You know what? Uh, <laughs> this is making it seem much more real than it did before. Again, your when daughter I, is very blonde. Yeah. You hate her? No. Hmm. She's one of the good ones. Oh, so this is I, a, a front. <laughs> I um when my sister was born 5 years after I was born, I was enamored of her. There was no jealousy. I was so fully grown. I was so happy to have a younger sibling. And at one point I carried a locket with her image in it. What? Yeah. That's, I, I don't know why that's so shocking. Because someone gave me a locket and I was well, like, well, who else would I put in this besides my tiny little baby sister? Well, this was before you could have beef with her? Yeah. I mean, like little kid sibling beef. Well, then she started stealing and ruining all my clothes and all of my things. And you, and know. you replaced the image in the locket <laughs> with whom? I wasn't wearing the locket by that point. Was it Martin and Chris? Crap. <laughs> I wish. I wish they had been around for me. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, you know, I was blonde till I was three. Yeah. I mean, let's not talk about that part of your life. <laughs> I was really cute. 
Cannonball McNerney. Literally everyone is. <laughs> literally everyone is blonde as a baby is a, is a very not true statement. I just like in our Including families. you. In our immediate families. Um, that's true. mostly Brand all was blonde, blonde babies. My brother Andrew was platinum blonde for a while. Sam was not. I was Michael blonde. Was not. I was blonde too. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> you hated yourself <laughs> for the first year of your life. Listen, if you're blonde and you're still upset by my honesty about blonde history, I think you're welcome to write in just and make a case to redeem yourself. But good luck. Yeah, please write in and tell us why you deserve <laughs> redemption. <laughs> Um, trying to think do I ever have any blonde girlfriends no oh no man I had one your most recent girlfriend prior to me uh yeah not really blonde strawberry blonde wow wow it's okay she doesn't know how podcasts work she's, (laughs) she's not listening to this um all right well this has been another episode of we knows parenting if you want to write in to defend your blondehood um or <laughs> or do an or impression of a person from any part of our country please um send us some advice tell us what's up with you what are you struggling with these leave days leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396 uh, or write an email, weknowspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at weknowspod. And please rate, review, subscribe, wherever oh, your podcast. Gotta say, we've got, this week, Beth, we got about five, ouch, I love this podcast. Thank you, guys. Reviews. <laughs> We're not going to do a new one quite yet. We're going to give it some air. Next week, we'll come back with a new request for review titles. I think Ouch. the we next ones reviews. could be like, I think I'm recovering from listening to this podcast. Five stars. Um. <laughs> I think I'm recovering from listening to this podcast. It sounds like, does that mean the recovering from having listened to this podcast or the recovering? Yeah, because they are also like, ouch. Oh, this is stupid. In all the right ways. All right. We'll see you next week, babies. Bye. Bye. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.